up, guys. So glad y'all have decided to tune back in to the next episode of the Comer Students Podcast. And uh, boy, is this a good one. We have Dave Glander back again for a, another interview, uh, just kind of popcorn style, just hitting them with a bunch of different questions. So uh, just kind of sit back and relax. Enjoy this episode. A lot of questions are about to be answered, and I know that this is going to be something that you'll be able to use in the future. So many resources right here and just one um, person who's just done so much studying and devoted his life to defending his faith. An incredible, incredible talk that we had uh, with Dave Flander. You're not going to want to miss this. So uh, make sure to listen closely because he says a lot of really cool stuff in this episode. Thanks again for tuning in. Hope you all enjoy. Tell us, tell us a little bit about what you've been up to lately. Um, what's been going on? Like lately? Lately. Oh, and by the way, while he does, Audrey, can you bring me the white basket in the back? Because yeah, it's going to be hard to answer like. questions that's, if we don't have yeah, them. That's why I like the white basket. I remember. I got you, man. I got you. Uh, let's see. Well, since the last time I've been here, I've been to Alabama and California. Maybe just tell us the state you hadn't been to. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I've been just all over the place. Yeah. We, we started a new TV segment that uh, that started airing last Friday. I night saw that. For two Friday nights. I've lost track. And then, um, yeah, I just found, I was on a phone call out there and found out I have to fly out to California Monday morning to shoot. So so we have debunk videos. If you guys haven't downloaded the app, it's, it's Reasons for Hope. It's a free app on your phone. Everything that we do is on there. We put all of it up for free. It's all free. Do I have, have I said free? It's all free. We want you to have it. So we have these debunk videos. Sorry, how much is it again? It's totally expensive. It's free. Okay, cool, cool, um, cool, cool, cool. But it's go to reasons, sure. reasons for Hope in your app store and download it. It's a massive tool that we've got available for you on your smartphone. Or you can go to reasonsforhope.com, R-F-O-R-H.com. We've got all that up there. But anyway, so, uh, yeah, that's it right there. Get it. It's free. Did I tell you it's free? Um, so anyway, so look, um, so we also have a TikTok channel that's like, it's, my daughter-in-law is our social media coordinator and she's got a TikTok channel going for us that's really like blown up. And so we, we put a two-part series, uh, The Fossil Record Proves Evolution Debunked. It's these videos that we do. Which, by the and, way, there's one out there that they've already done and I was watching it and it just blew my mind. It's so cool. Where they find uh, blood vessels on um, the the T Rex bones, uh, bones. and well, you don't that, you that don't find blood vessels on millions of years old. That wasn't debunked. That was a totally different thing. This is debunks are like three to four minutes long, and they fly at you with information. Gotcha. And gotcha. it's like text and graphics, mm-hmm. and it's like you know we spend a lot of money to make sure they look good because well nice. nobody likes cheesy stuff. That's you right. know what I'm saying? That's right. So anyway, so we posted it on TikTok. Somebody tagged this atheist evolutionist on uh, tiktok and said we need you to respond so he took one of our videos uh the fossil record proves evolution debunked and he did a 30 minute response to it and so i just got done filming a 32 minute response back to him where man i just took his neck and shoved it in. it was so much that's fun. awesome he was violent yeah that's right. I, yeah. look man we should fight always the we, should, we have the truth <laughs> on our side we should fight we go down fighting man and absolutely. so but then so then the team got it today and they were like, we don't like the sound. Everybody's so perfect and, and like right. they're all perfectionists and stuff. Oh, no. And so they're like, we need you to fly out to California Monday, film this thing, come back Tuesday. I'm like, 
Who did you just ask me if I'm going back and forth to California? I was like, no, I try not to. You jinxed me, dude. Because 15 minutes later, yeah, I, there you go. California is like the armpit of the world. I really thought you know, that that was South Cali- Carolina, but no, I haven't do you know been that California's far. So. Trying to make, anyways, they're trying to California's trying to make residents take on homeless people because the homeless population is so large because they've deregulated it and there's just homeless shelters. The, the beaches are nothing but tents. You go to L.A., oh, there's man. poop and pee all over the ground. It's just disgusting. Yeah, don't go to California. Stay away from. I don't California. know about y'all, but how about them dogs? <laughs> I'm enjoying Georgia. <laughs> um, well, guys, let's go ahead. We we don't have too much time. I just looked at my watch. Actually, um, it is a glorified paperweight today because I forgot to charge it. So I'm gonna look at the iPad. All right, and uh, it's like 7:34. Uh, we're we we're going, going over. Yeah, no, we ain't stopping at 7:50. Oh, we're gonna have to do a lightning um, round or something. No, we're not. We're not stopping at 7:50. Not not tonight. Uh, that was like you know theoretically that would be cool. Um, but then I took 40 minutes doing announcements. <laughs> So hey, we're going to go ahead. Did you tell them what you guys are doing for the summer of 2023 yet? Summer of 2023. I haven't brought that up yet, but you we're should. definitely. All right. You should. I love how I had, I had actually not <laughs> made an actual plan. And now when he says it like this, I have to go ahead and plan it. Um, you don't have to do anything. But you know you what? Though, them, it, regardless, you know. though. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now I do. <laughs> but regardless, though, um, it's. it's I, we will I make found, the information I founded, available. I founded a youth camp. We're on our ninth year. Next year will be our 10-year anniversary. Would you not want to come and hang out with me for a week? Right? That's all I'm saying. There We're you done. go. So we will definitely make information available <laughs> to y'all. No. And we may even take a group of We're people. Fighting. That would be a lot of fun. So uh, right, anyways, we're going to go ahead and start off. This is a big one. Where did God come from? Where where did God come from? <laughs> That's God actually from? a really easy answer. He is called the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. So there's something that's known as the Kalam cosmological argument. It's this really technical argument that I'm going to break down very easily for you. Anything that begins to exist must have had a cause. Your hat began to exist. It had a beginning, and so somebody had to make it. You began to exist, so you required your parents to, you know, Thank you. do that thing. <laughs> and, 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 and you had a beginning. You Look at that's them. Right. Look at them. They're like, we don't want to think about this. <laughs> And so anything that begins to exist must have had a cause. Nothing has ever began to exist that doesn't have a cause. God doesn't have a beginning or an end. He is the beginning and the end, the alpha and the omega. He has no beginning. So anything that begins to exist must have had a cause. God is the uncaused cause. He is the alpha and the omega, the eternal. So he's never had a beginning. Therefore, if he's never had a beginning, he doesn't require a cause. So nothing made God. God is that he is. Very simple. And it's supposed to blow your mind. I see the look on your face. It's, we're not supposed to understand it. If you're if you're trying to think back to okay, so then then when did he? Uh, all right, that's well, think about it. If he if he never had a beginning, there not was one no, day. He there was no day, day without him. He created days for us. Before before God said in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That was the first moment of time, not in time. Time didn't exist until God invented time for us to be able to live in a time network in order for us to understand days and weeks and months and years in order for his his plan to go forth through the years. Time doesn't exist. When we get to heaven, it's not like you're going to have you're not going to have to charge your watch. Exactly. There will be no watch. We will be in the everlasting. There will be no time. So when you think about God and you think about him being timeless, There was nothing before, as far as time, there was nothing in time before he started the first moment of time. Does that make sense? (laughs) (laughs) And that is a no for Riley. It's going to be like 2 o'clock in the morning. You're going to be like, oh! That totally makes sense now. Yeah. Um, (laughs) 
it, hey, grapple with it, though. It, you know, it's just one of those things. Let it blow your mind, man. Just let it blow your it mind. It should. The concept of God should blow your mind. Yeah. But the because, fact that he doesn't have a... He, he said, I, I, I am the beginning and the end. Yeah. Like, not that I have a beginning. He said, if you were to think about it, I am the beginning and I am the end. I am the Alpha and the Omega. There is none before me. So, he has no beginning. He is He is. I the wish y'all could for see our, the look on his face if y'all are listening to the finite podcast little right minds, now. He is the beginning of everything, like just because he he existed, there was no time that he had to exist in. So uh, there you go, there you go. Oh man, the look on Riley's face is incredible. Yeah. Now too. He's like, man, oh okay, love it, love question? it, love it. That was that was Riley's question. I saw the look on his face when I said it. He was like, question. hey, all right, sweet. Thank you, thank you. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and hit you with another one. Okay. This is one that I had, had read, and we were going to answer it regardless because I, I love this question. Yeah. Isn't God just using us for himself? Yeah, absolutely. But we're in the Olympics. First of all, hold on, wait. First of all, let me, let me show you a picture of our new dog. He's now 13 weeks old. Um, let's see. Okay. So here's his face sleeping on me the other day. Can you see him? It's a Boston Terrier. He is, like, everything he does is cute. There's nothing he does that's not cute. Yeah. Why are Because, think about it like this. Is that the same question you had? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody's awesome. gonna burn up. Don't worry about it. They'll just come back with three arms. They'll be fine. It'll, it'll help them in the next Olympics when they have three arms to do curling with. Um, Plus, they'll be immune to COVID thirty-two. That's <laughs> so. So no, I showed you a picture of my dog because think about it. In in his world, I'm God. I provide him food. I provide him shelter. I provide him cuddles. I provide him water. I let him outside. I let him inside. I do everything for that dog. But at the end of the day, does the dog get to tell me what we're doing? No. I'm I'm the master of the house. I'm the master of the dog. because, And I think some, in some ways God created dogs for us to kind of understand that. So think about it. God created the entire universe. Did you create a universe lately? Anyone? How about a single world? Anyone? Yeah, we got one back there. World creators back there. All right, so we got three world creators back there. So they don't count the rest of you. If you've never created your own world, do you get to make the rules? No. Here's what I want to share with you, though. We're in the Olympics time. And Gabrielle Douglas, have you ever heard of her? Gabrielle Douglas is one of my all-time favorites, besides Mary Lou Retton, because I had a crush on her because I was like eight. But anyways, Gab I was like eight when she was like 15 or so. Or probably not even that. They're so young, these gymnasts are so young. Gabrielle Douglas, like eight years ago wins women's all around. Do you guys know what that means? That means she's the greatest of the greatest of the greatest to compete in that year. At least she's the greatest of the greatest. And she was the first African-American woman to win the women's all around. She was the greatest. Here's what she did. As soon as the, the reporter got up to her, she's still half sweaty. She's got a little gym coat on. She goes, what do you have to say? And she goes, it's a win-win situation. All the, all the honor goes up to him, and all the blessings fall down on me. She had a billion people watching that, and she said the most important thing that could have ever been said. Because, see, here's the thing. Yes, God's all about himself. He says, I am that I am. I am a jealous God. 
But the blessings that come back when you worship him and you place him where he rightfully belongs as the creator of the known universe, the blessings that fall back on you are the same with my dog. Man, my dog is blessed. He is super spoiled because I, as his God of his little world, take such good care of him. When we walk in honor of God, man, he takes such good care. I'm spoiled. I, I really, my life's not perfect, but man, I'm, I'm spoiled because I've chosen 20 years ago to sell myself out to the Lord. So yeah, he is all about himself. And I like that because then I don't have to be God ever. There you go. I have a feeling that would be a pretty taxing job description. I don't. I was God for thirty years. No interest in doing that anymore. Yep. He's so much better at it than I am. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, here you go. Here's a good one. Um, why do people always try to judge you, and and why do some people get angry? I don't know if that's in terms of getting angry and judging, or but I was why say, do you get angry because you're judged? Yeah, I don't or know. Angry and judging somebody because they're angry. You know what somebody's I love? Ju- to- if somebody's judging you in anger, they're yeah. in the wrong. One thing that I love to tell people, though, immediately is the Bible says to judge. Well, that's so people don't understand. Like I tell people, I'm like, look, man, if you're my friend, right? Like, like if you're my friend and you're in my circle, if you're not judging my walk, you're not my friend. Because I, I, you're going to see things in me that I don't see. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I used, I used to say pissed off. I didn't think that was all, that's not recorded. <laughs> I didn't think that was all that bad, but I had my friends in my circle say, "Man, you you can't say that. Like that's that's not." And so I didn't see that. They had to bring that to my attention. So now I say ticked off if I'm ever going to say it, and I guess that's a, a lot more appropriate. You see what I'm saying? There it's even little minuscule <laughs> little things. Right. But literally look at that verse when people said, "Judge not lest you be judged." And I'm like, "First of all, do you not realize you're going to get judged? All of us will stand before the judgment seat, whether that's the judgment seat of Christ or the judgment seat of God the Father, don't you want to be mildly judged here and help to correct some things before you get to the big guy? I, I would hope so. That's what I'm saying. If you're my friend, judge me. But when he says, pull the plank out of your own eye, then go remove the speck, what's he ultimately saying? He's ultimately saying, go do it. I'm just telling you, before you go do it, pull the plank out of your eye, because if you're judging in anger, you're wrong. Check yourself. I'm not pointing to you, like, personally. Like, she's like, well, I didn't do anything. Like... <laughs> Check your attitude. Like, is your attitude right. coming from a place of care and concern that you want to you want to help that person be better, or is it because you're jealous? You know what I'm saying. A lot of people judge because they're jealous of what somebody else has. It's like, man, you can't believe they did it. You know what I'm saying. So, right. but ultimately, if you're my friend, judge me, but do it in love. Right. You know? Absolutely. So essentially, just just accountability, mm-hmm. and that's so much that's so important. You need accountability partners yeah. in your life who can course correct you when you get off course. So and that's uh, why I'm flying to California. Apparently on Monday, because my team judged my presentation, and they were like, eh, "That's eighty percent there, but we need we need a we need a A plus. We don't need a B." That's awesome. And I'm like, Ugh. but I receive it. You know what I'm saying? I could have gotten go. I could have gotten an ego and been like. What do you mean, man? You're perfect. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't exactly. do that. I was like, okay, fine. But also, you've got a huge ex- opportunity here to potentially win somebody to Christ. This this dude who uh, who was who was coming against us has a massive following on YouTube and TikTok, and so and he's invited us to respond back. I'm like, game on, dude. Like, game on. Because like I said, dude, it's so it is so That's easy fine. for me to smush evolution down into a little tiny pile of nothing yeah that's awesome i hate evolution i don't hate it i just think it's a joke well it is it is all right so this one was actually answered by blakely and i a couple of weeks ago but just in case someone wasn't here for that um 
I, I want them to hear one of your analogies too. I, I, I got into it, but I want them to hear this from you. Why would God allow bad things to happen if he wants nothing but good in the world? So does evil exist? Is this the direction you went? Pretty much. Well, okay. Maybe not the direction that I went, but keep going. Does evil exist? <laughs> huh? Yeah. How about how about darkness? Does darkness exist? How do you measure darkness? You what? But so there's no light. Is there a measure of how to measure darkness? No, all we can do is measure the absence of light. And we can measure light all the way up through through solar light, through through prism light. We can, there's all these ways to measure light. There's no way to measure darkness. So we put the term darkness as a way to explain the absence of light. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? I, I mean, that's that's pretty easy to understand. Like, there's really no such thing as darkness. It's a it's a term or a concept that we've invented in order to explain the absence of light. Does that make sense, to everybody? Yes. If if I had a machine that could measure darkness, then we could call it darkness because I could measure darkness. There's no machine to measure darkness. The only machines that we have available are machines that can measure light, right? So we can measure light, but we can't measure darkness. Darkness is just a, a word we use for the absence of light. When you have something that you say, well, why does God allow bad things to happen to good people or anything right. like that. Basically, I saw a T-shirt one time that's on the back of the T-shirt. It was standing at McDonald's, and it said, God, why do you allow violence in schools? Signed, concerned student. And then underneath it, it said, dear concerned student, I'm not allowed in schools. Signed, God. Well, I want you to stop and think about that for a second. I want you to stop and think about that. Where God's not wanted, he doesn't just force himself into it. And so when you have some person... Pick like Jeffrey Dahmer, who who cut people up and ate them. I mean, that was literally the guy was a, a like he would store them in the freezer and he'd take what them out, and cook image. them up, and eat them up. He, he's Jeffrey Dahmer. I mean, he's infamous like madman. I mean, like psycho. How many of you think Jeffrey Dahmer's being led by God? Mm -mm. Nope. You ain't gonna be doing that if you're. So what we do is we call him evil, right? We're like Jeffrey Dahmer's evil. Really what Jeffrey Dahmer is, is he has no absence, no presence of God in his life. So the term we use to describe that evil that he's doing is really what we're describing as the absence of God, just like the absence of light we call dark. Well, let me ask you a question. Should God stop Jeffrey Dahmer? Should he? Interactive. Could he? Should he? How many say he could? <laughs> Drew just changed How many his say mind he could? Show of hands. Five seconds. How many say he should? You're like, ah. I mean, we think he should stop him, but let's say he stops Jeffrey Dahmer, right? Yay, God. Boom. Jerry, that Shaka, awesome. laka, laka, boom. When does he stop stopping now? See, free will was created so us to have the ability to reciprocate our choice to love back or our choice to love anybody. Free will is is how we get to this area of why does God allow bad things to happen to good people? Free will describes the entire thing. But you've got to break it down to understanding what is the nature of evil and when you remove when somebody removes God from their lives, man, game's over like, you know, the, they're capable of doing atrocities because they're not being led by the mind or the power of God. And we call that evil. So why does God allow it? He has to. He created free will. There you go. Um, 
so that that's a that's a great answer um it's just pretty much if we if he if he did stop everything that you know bad from happening we'd just be all robots that were just yeah. in full submission to god and instead of and it'd be like we were being forced it wouldn't be like we would be being forced to love god and respect him and there wouldn't be a genuinely like a genuine relationship there genuine relationship comes from you know comes from Choice, mutual, yeah, because from choice, it's like, hey, look, I'm going to exactly, I, I, like, I, I love this person, I respect this person, I'm, I'm gonna, you know, like, if, if Allie had somehow, you know, I don't know, put a, put a gun to my head and said, hey, you're gonna marry me, uh, our relationship would not be as good as it is since I actually just got the opportunity to just like fall in love with her instead, and I you, chose, you chose, hey, you chose her exactly, and it works. It, well, I mean, and if you want a realistic healthy picture relationship, of that, <laughs> if you want a realistic picture of that, China, as of March sixth, you can no longer talk about Jesus or have a Bible, talk about the Bible at all. You will be arrested and fined if you talk about if you're a citizen of China and you're caught talking about Bible or Jesus, you will be arrested. That's called a dictatorship. That's called socialism. That's called you're going to do exactly what we tell you to do. Anybody want to live there? No. I, no way, man. If you're in Saudi Arabia caught with the Bible, guess what happens? Yep, off with the head. You're gone. You want to live there? No. So how would it feel if God governed us like that in some way where it's like you can't do that or else I'm going? You know what I'm saying? I mean, he, he tells us not to do things, but exactly. we use our free will to obey or not obey. And when we don't obey, now we're committing acts of evil, or at least we call them acts of evil, but really it's an act of godlessness. Wow. That's a that's a great spin on it, too. That's one that I, I don't think I'd even really thought of is comparing it to darkness, and that's, that's really cool. Um, the next question I've got, uh, why would people believe in all these other crazy gods who don't... Uh, Hmm. Having trouble reading it. Essentially, who don't exactly love us the same way and believe in them over our one true God who we know loves us. Well, we're going to go back to the first question. There's a massive, massive, massive portion of our society in this entire world that does not like the concept of the fact that they'll never be God. They don't like the concept of the fact that God is God and he is God alone and that's it. Like, that's the end of the story. That's not up for bargaining. And so when you get into Wicca and stuff like that, it's a very involved thing. Even even in, even in Islam, where they believe that Allah is the, the prime being, they have chances, depending on how many times they prayed, did they pray right, they, they get to earn stuff. See, for us, we don't earn our salvation whatsoever. In our moment of salvation, when we're professing Christ to be Lord, we're literally professing Christ to be Lord, saying, you're Lord of, of everything. I'm, I'm not Lord of anything. You're God. You're God alone. That's Mormonism and Jehovah's Witness have invented their own Jesus. Because in Mormon, <laughs> I was going to like study Mormonism one time, and I, and I know that they, they think they get their own planet, right? So I get onto a Mormon blog site where they're blogging back and forth, you know? And, um, and it was like... <laughs> Silly people think we get our own planet. And I'm like, oh, okay. I, I really thought that's what they thought. And they're like, it's a universe, not a planet. I'm like, <laughs> so I dug into it, and sure enough, they, but they, they believe that God the Father is God the Father of this universe. Jesus was the Savior that God chose, but they too may become that God. So even in Mormonism, right. Jehovah's Witness, there are so many different religions, Buddhism, you start to go through all the Confucianism, all these different areas where people have these beliefs, atheism. 
atheism is the prime you are your own god yeah you know i was an atheist for 30 you know, years i made my own decisions and i didn't i didn't rely on a god my dad keeps a bible <laughs> uh, a version of which man, you can't even really call it the bible because it, it, it isn't a bible it's it's jehovah's witness and it's the new world translation. Yeah. yeah so essentially though uh, you know john 1 1 for example this is my favorite illustration to use from it of how they think differently than we do um you know, it says in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word, which we know the word is talking about, like that's talking about Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the word. Yep. And it says the word was a God. Mm-hmm. And that well, just that little, you know, well, that it's, little it's because article. Was, it's because Jehovah is the only name that they'll use. Yeah. And, but Jesus is the brother of Satan in, in Jehovah's Witness. Jesus chose the good path. Satan chose the bad path. But they're both created by God, the Father, Jehovah. And Jesus is actually just the brother of Satan. And, yeah. and Mormon, no, wait, 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 that's Mormonism. And 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 Jehovah's Witness, he's the angel Gabriel, uh, okay, and Gabriel okay. laid down his angelic throne in order to become Jesus and human. And then once Jesus was done dying on the cross, he went back to being the angel Gabriel, who the same angel Gabriel is supposedly the one that gave Muhammad his visions for Islam. It's all right. twisted up, man. Yeah. It's all yeah. it's all twisted up. But weird, a little bit, of, a little bit there. of truth. And a whole lot of error, but Absolutely. that little bit of truth is what sucks people in, especially when the concept of you get to decide your salvation. Like in, in this instance, I don't get the choice, man. I either accept what he did on the cross or I'm done. I mean, like even Judaism is like, yeah, we're good to go in the Old Testament. New Testament, nope. commandments. <laughs> got to Got to do these 613 yep. commandments and we'll get there. Yep. It's by our own righteousness. That's what yeah. I'm saying. It's like everybody who believes that way that the question is asked right. is because they have something they can do for themselves. Yeah, what's up, Anna Kate? Mm-hmm. It's not 10. There's 613 total. So memorize them. Come back next <laughs> week. And I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Um, all right. So I got another one for you. This is one that is I'm excited to see how you answer it because this is kind of stuff that I just enjoy hearing about. With all that science proves, how do we know what and how the world actually began? But then to tag on to that, there's one more question. What about dinosaurs? Oh, I like dinosaurs. Um, how do we know what and how the world began? Yes. Science hasn't proven anything. It's, it's, science has proven very little. To be honest with you, the more science learns about our scientific methods and the testing that we do, the further science gets away from actually being able to discover how life began. Because in order for life to begin, you have to have this, what they call the prebiotic soup, and it was non-living chemicals, no life whatsoever, just non-living chemicals that were in this, this mass of, of, of prebiotic mess. And then supposedly like a lightning bolt came and shot down and hit. This is at least one theory. And when it hit, it activated these non-living chemicals that now uh, arranged themselves into a, an amino acid. And then the amino acid has to only left-handed amino acids work. And right-handed amino acids can't be within a chain, but then the amino acid has to be produced dozens of times over again, only left-handed ones, and fit together in a perfect sequence in order to, to put together one single protein strand. And then one single protein strand has to be in perfect sequence in order for it to bend into making the first cell, like a single-cell amoeba. That process now that we know more about our world, they're so far away from... Back in 53... There was a, a science team that, that tried to simulate the Earth's early atmosphere. And when they did this, they came up with some amino acids that were in this black tar 
that they had to remove from a tray very quickly because they they realized if they left the amino acids in the tray, they simulated the atmosphere, the water, the lightning bolt and all that stuff. If they didn't remove the tray, the oxygen was going to kill the amino acids because amino acids will die in oxygen. And so they had to use intelligence to do it. And what they pulled out was a bunch of useless amino acids. That was Stan, Stanley yeah. Miller you know, experiment. So fast forward, and they're like, well, they used the wrong – if you read my book, you'll see where I write in there about this. But they used the wrong ingredients for it all together. They knew if I use these ingredients, we'll produce amino acids. Right. That's foreknowledge. That's, again, you're inserting intelligence into it. Replayed, that experiment replayed with what we now know maybe the early Earth's atmosphere could have been like, you end up with formaldehyde. What's formaldehyde do? It preserves yeah. dead things. Yeah. Like So you're telling me what we use to preserve dead things is where life began. That's that's how stupid science. So science hasn't proved anything. If you want to know how it began, look at Genesis. It literally tells you days one through seven. You know, days one through six, he created and on the seventh day he rested. That's the easiest explanation for it. And as far as dinosaurs are concerned, and I have a whole talk on dinosaurs, but um, I personally believe dinosaurs were created. Dinosaur means like walking beast, and so dinosaurs would have been created on day six before man was created. I believe they lived all the way up through up until Noah's Ark. You're, when you go to the Ark, you're going to see dinosaurs there. The dinosaurs went on the Ark. After the after the flood, everything changed so much. Scientists will tell you that a meteor hit the Earth and changed the atmosphere. No meteor hit. Meteors have hit the Earth, but not in some cataclysmic event like they talk about. There was a cataclysmic event called the flood, hmm. and it changed the atmosphere so drastically that some of the dinosaurs were able to live for for centuries afterwards. I, hmm. I have a lot of evidence that shows that dinosaurs and man were walking side by side not too long ago, several hundred years ago at least. You know, six to eight hundred years ago, that dinosaurs wow. and man were walking together and then that that little tv segment that you showed the other day or the right news, so, yeah that was a new tv segment we're called glad you asked where we're taking questions from viewers and we're answering them and mary schweitzer did some research on a t-rex bone and found soft tissue red blood cells she did it on a platypus or a duck pill platypus found the same thing they found it in a in a triceratops horn like it's been dozens of these i say dozens there's probably hundreds now right of these dinosaur fossils that have preserved soft tissues and red blood cells red blood cells and soft tissues cannot last thousands of years it certainly can't last a million years and it certainly can't last 65 million years which is when supposedly they went extinct 65 million years ago you can't preserve soft tissue for 65 million years so what they were finding were modern bones but they won't tell you that. I told in that episode. If you watch the whole thing, at the end of it, when I, she was interviewing right. me, I said, "Did you can't find that? It's gone." Yeah. You you try and find that sixty minutes. I found that like fifteen years ago or twelve years, whatever long. It's gone, erased from the internet. And what I Cancel think, culture has removed it. What I think is funny, and and you even kind of bring up in that video in that episode is just kind of like she um she just kind of chalked it up to she gets to the end of it. She's like, "Yeah, I'm afraid people are going to ridicule me mm -hmm. for truth," which is sad. Yeah, that's that's very. That's sad. very sad uh but then she gets to the end of it and she's just kind of like oh well that's i guess that's cool 65 million years yeah bless your heart you're yeah. stupid yeah Did i say that i didn't just say that that's, can you um, edit that out <laughs> by the, no, by but the I grace mean, of god just, um, it's just i just wish you yeah. could see the forest through the trees you know what i mean but yeah. look job chapter 41 if you've never read it there's a fire breathing dragon go home read it tonight go and pick up job chapter 41 there's a fire breathing dragon in your bible I, i'm not even gonna read it for you i want you to read it you're going to read it and be like, what? I didn't know that was there. 
love it. It's cool stuff. By the way, that clip that he was talking about, I want to see if I can find a way to post it to our Instagram page so y'all can l- watch it because it's just, oh, it's, it's got all kinds app. of stuff. It's so cool. There you go. It's on the app. So get the app. Get the app. All right. So, um, all right. So I, I don't, I don't know if you know where I'm going with this story or anything, but essentially there was a football coach and I cannot remember for the life of me who this coach is. You may remember, some of y'all may remember there's a football coach who essentially his team got, I think beat so bad in one game. He comes back in and he holds up a football. He just says, guys, this is a football. This is a football. Yeah. Who it was is at halftime? I can't remember, but I, I know who you're talking about though. He goes, anyone know? This all is right. a football. This is a football. So, um, they're all looking sometimes, at him like, like, sometimes you, you got to go back to the basics, right? Sometimes we, you know, we get so far into these conversations, so far in depth that sometimes we forget to cover even the most basic things for those who maybe haven't grown that up says in this. Zero on it. Um, what no. says zero on it? That's not what I'm recording on. Oh. If that if that helps you out, <laughs> if that, that you know maybe um, eight minutes. Oh, it's it's eight o'clock, but we're we're good. Um, so I got a couple more questions, and okay. then we'll and then we'll we're wrap do it up. Lightning round. First one. We're gonna get to the basics. What is God or who is God? Who is God? Oh, that's not basics. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you I mean? Think like, you fun with that one. That, that, just... That's like a four-hour conversation. I mean, who is God? God is the creator of everything that we see, we have, we know. He is the essence of love. He's the essence of grace and mercy and power and knowledge and truth and life. And he is he is the the he is the entirety of everything that has ever been and ever was. He is. He is just. There's nothing that exists that's apart from him. There's nothing that exists that won't be subject to his authority. doesn't matter if you believe or not. The Bible says every knee is going to bow and every tongue will confess because there's nothing that exists that doesn't exist apart from him. He is the entire. That's why as pastors, we try so hard to tell you, man, you guys got to sell out to this God because when you do, you get the Gabrielle Douglas effect where you're like, man, all the glory goes up to him and all the blessings fall down on me you realize that the more you give him glory with your life the more look man he needs famous folks anybody in here you guys look like sports players over here you guys trying to be a a sports guy anyone no you're just going to give up after high school and be like i'm done that's it. Cool. I wanted to be like a, a baseball player, and then I wanted to be a football player and stuff. God needs you to be a baseball player, like like a high-paid baseball player. You know why he needs that? He needs somebody in the dugout who's going to be sharing the gospel with these other guys because nobody else can reach these other guys because they're in their own little world. Just like Christians get in their own little world where that's all they know. Baseball players, football players. You, you want to be a musician? He needs you to be a famous musician because he needs you backstage in the green room sharing the gospel with people that wouldn't otherwise hear the gospel. He needs you to be a millionaire. You know why? Because he needs you at the millionaire's luncheon so you can share the gospel. That's why I love Phil from Duck Dynasty. Right. And he would he would make millions with his duck calls. They'd invite him to these hunting things to be the guest speaker, and he'd stand up, and he'd be like, blah, 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 for five minutes about his duck calls and about hunting, and then he'd be like, all right, that's over. I did what I was supposed to do. I'm going to break out the Bible. We're going to have a Bible study for the next 45 minutes. And he would preach awesome. the word. God needed him to be famous because he needed a duck guy to preach the gospel to people that need it. So it's like a win-win situation. God needs you to be famous. So why would you not? 
Absolutely. One last question. We're going to mm-hmm. end on this one. And then if you've got any questions afterwards, please feel free to come and ask him. Mm-hmm. And he can answer uh, everything. No, I can't. Literally everything. He's no. got all the answers in life. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that would make him God. What do we say about that? Um, That's right. So anyway, so uh, but if you've got any questions afterwards, please come and talk to him. He's going to stick around um, for the rest of the week. And uh, I'm just kidding. He's got to go to California and reshoot a video. Um, so uh, one last question. We're going to call it a night after this. How do I know? How can I know that God is real? How can you know that God is real? <laughs> I walked a, a I walked a life without him. God for thirty years, and didn't think God was real. And it was like when I had my moment where I realized God was real, I spent the next thirty days straight going, "How did I not see that? How did I not see this? How did I not see this? Wow. How did I not see this?" Like everywhere I look now, I see evidence of design. And, and like, could I convince you for a second that ink's going to fall off the sky and land on this page and it's going to organize itself into letters and then it's going to organize itself into words and into sentences and the paragraphs and the chapters. Just it's the ink's going to, ma- would you believe me if I said the ink's going to magically fall from the sky and do that? No, because you're logical. You're, you're not dumb. You're logical people who say that can't happen. You know it takes a mind. Even if you had a bunch of letters that randomly fell down on the paper somehow, you would have to have a mind to organize the letters to make a word into a sentence. You can't just have a group of letters. It doesn't make any sense. Like a, like a word search. Like you're looking at a bunch of random letters and it doesn't make any sense until you find that organized strip and you're like, oh, there's that word right there. And you see it because somebody organized it that way. DNA is the most complex language in the world and DNA makes this look silly when it comes to written language. And so DNA, when you look at it, you're like, there has to be an intelligent mind who did this. There has to be an intelligent mind who created a bird wing or a lung or an eyeball or a blood vascular system or a, a brain and how a brain operates and the fact that he made male and female and reproduction systems. And you just start looking around the world and it's like none of this can be explained by accident. You, you can't. So, so that, now that doesn't answer is Jesus God. That's a different question. How can you know God is real? You can't open your eyes, honestly, and look around and not see him. His, his fingerprints are everywhere. Is Jesus God? That's a different topic altogether. That's, that's, that's another question. Awesome. But yes, it's the answer, but that's a different question. Thanks so much for tuning in again and listening to another episode of the Comer Students Podcast, this time with Dave Glander as a guest for the second time. And we look forward to having him back once again because uh, there are just so many answers that he has, um, which are all found uh, through science and God's word. This is reasoned faith. This is uh, something that you could do the research on on your own and you could find out. It is that simple. It is that easy. And so uh, thanks again for listening. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us at Comer uh, Baptist Students. You can find us online. If you go on Instagram, just follow Comer underscore students. And uh, feel free to message us if you ever have any questions about your faith. And uh, you can also find Dave Glander's uh, page online by looking up Dave Glander. You can follow him. And then also, if you follow Reasons for Hope, R4H, that is at R4H. If you follow that account, they've got all kinds of answers and just like it says, reasons 
for Hope. Thanks again for listening. And uh, next week, we will be taking a break from the podcast to tackle love and the topic of love concerning God's love for us and how we ought to love others. And then we'll dive right back into the podcast uh, the following week. We hope you all enjoy. God bless and have an awesome week.